0: Greetings everybody, welcome to the podcast. Now you guys may have noticed I've changed the name of the podcast from Let's Follow Jesus Together to The Bible and You. Now why is that? Because we are starting season 2 of this podcast. And in this season, we will be reading through the Bible, starting from Genesis all the way to Revelation. And we will be answering some very important questions in the process. Questions like, where did God come from? and what is the purpose of my life, what happens after we die, and many more questions. But today we will be looking at the first two chapters of the book of Genesis. Now the book of Genesis starts with this beautiful story of creation, but before we get into the story, let's see what the book of Genesis actually means. Originally it was called Berakshe. that is how I pronounce it. It's a Hebrew word and it means in the beginning, which corresponds to the first two words of the book. Now in the times of Moses, when Moses wrote this book, it was a tradition to call the book the first two words of the book. So the Genesis, the first two words of the book of Genesis were in the beginning, or the first three words, in the beginning. That is why the book was called the beginning. And the current title is Genesis, and it comes from a Greek translation of the Hebrew word, which means, you guessed it, the beginning. It was written by Moses somewhere around 15th BC. Let's turn our Bibles to the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1, and let's see what the Bible is trying to teach us. Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now this verse can be divided into three main parts, in the beginning, God, and created the heavens and the earth. So the first part tells us, when did these things happen? The second part tells us, who did these things? And the third part tells us, what things were done. Now to answer a question, where did God come from? Did God just pop out of existence or did God just come from nowhere? Or did it just start to exist one day? Now the thing is, for example, let's take a piece of paper and draw a straight line on the piece of paper. And let's name one end A and the other end B. Now this ends A and B represent all of humanity's time spent on earth. So every discovery that was made every book which was written, every human who ever lived. Now the thing with God is, God does not fit in this line. Because God made time, He's not bound by it. The Bible says that God says, I am the beginning and I am the end. And because of God, time exists and not the other way around. When we look into the book of Genesis, we see that God created this world in a time span of six days. In the first day, God spoke and said, let there be light and then there was light. And then God called the light day and he called the darkness night. And after this day ended, God says this one thing, God says, it was good. And then the second day, God divides the heavens from the waters. And when the second day ends, God says the same thing. It was good. Then on the third day, God divided the earth from the seas and created plants and trees. And then God said the same thing. It was good. On the fourth day, God created the sun, the moon and the stars. You guessed it. God said the same thing. It was good. Fifth day, God created the sea creatures and the birds of the air, and then God said it was good. On the sixth day, God created the land creatures. And then when God created those land creatures, God felt that something's still missing. And then the most wonderful part of the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, verse 16, God says let us make man in our own image. Now to understand this let us make man in our own image thing, we need to understand what the Trinity is. The easiest way to explain a Trinity is by taking an example of an egg. The egg can be divided into three parts. The shell, the albumen, and the yolk. In simple words, the shell, the yellow part, and the white part. No scientific language. So the shell, the white part, and the yellow part make up one egg. Likewise, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit make up one God. One God, three different entities. The shell, the white part, the yellow part makes one egg. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit makes one God. Three different entities, one God. Simple. And as we read god said let us make man in our own image and they will have dominion over the fish of the sea over the land creatures over everything that creates and then when god created man he said the same thing it was good well no this is the most wonderful part when god created man he said it was very good which tells us that God was joyful after he created man and God created man out of love. And that is how the first chapter ends. God tells man to be fruitful and multiply and to make sure he does the responsibilities which were given to him. Chapter 2 starts with this wonderful thing called the Sabbath. What God did in six days. On the seventh day, God rested. Why did God rest? Was he tired? Did he just want to take a vacation? Did he just want to take a power nap? Well, no. God wanted to set an example of what man had to do on the seventh day and what man had to do on the Sabbath. On the seventh day, God rested. And likewise, man had to rest on the seventh day and spend his time with God. And as we move forward in the story of the book of Genesis, the first two chapters tells us that God planted a garden eastward in Eden, the Garden of Eden, in which he put the man which he had formed. Now, we studied in chapter 1 verse 16 that man was created in the image of God. What is this image of God? The image of God simply means that man has a body, a mind, and a soul that is what image means the image also means reflection for all those scientists out there when you take a plane mirror and you place an object in front of it let's say you place it 30 centimeters away from a plane mirror what would you see in the mirror you would see a virtual image made just 30 centimeters in the mirror and everything that the object looked like, that is what the image would look like. But in the case of God and man, these identical things were not facial identical or physically identical, but the character was same. Man was immortal, man was pure, and man's thoughts were filled with purity and love, and no sin was present in man. Now what God did was, God took the man and he placed him in the beautiful garden that he created. Now man was just not put in the garden to sleep all day, but man was put in the garden to do some work, to take care of the creatures which God had created in six days. Now God gave responsibility to his man and also gave warnings. Now what were these warnings? God said that I have made this beautiful garden for you and you can eat from every tree in this garden, but from one tree you shall not eat. Now what is this tree? In verse 17 says, But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day you eat of it, you shall surely die. Question. Why did God place the tree in the garden if God didn't want man to eat from it? Why couldn't just God not place the tree? The answer is very simple. Because the man was not a robot. Or the man was not a machine. The man was given a free will, a free choice to make. If the man wanted to eat from the tree, of the knowledge of good and evil, he could. But God said, you should not because when you eat from the tree, you will die." And then God said in verse 18, It is not good that man should be alone, I will make him a helper comparable to him. Out of the ground God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam. And then God said, Adam, you have to name these creatures. Now what does the word Adam mean? Adam simply means man or human. Adam was God's representative in the Garden of Eden. Now what was the work of Adam? Adam was told to name each creature. And whenever Adam called the creature, that is what its name would be, every animal had another animal which was comparable to the first animal. In simple words, every animal had a female. So if there was a lion, there was a lioness. If there was a male centipede, there was a female centipede. If there was a ox, there was a cow. Then God said, it is not good for a man to be alone, so I will make him a helper comparable to him. Now how did God make the helper? God caused Adam to go into this deep deep sleep and then God took one rib out of Adam's ribcage and formed another creature which would be comparable to Adam and who would help Adam and then when Adam woke up and when he met the woman he said this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh she shall be called woman because she was taken out of a man. And therefore a man shall leave his father and mother, and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. They were both naked, and a man and his wife were not ashamed. And that is how chapter 2 ends. Everything is perfect. The birds of the air, the fish of the sea, the creatures of the land, the trees, the leaves, the flowers. Everything perfect. Just like God wanted it to be. Now, two points that I want you to take from today's podcast. One, God is not bound by time because God made time. Second, the Trinity is like an egg. The shell, the white part, the yellow part, the son, the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay, take one more point. That God had given them the power of choice. And in the next episode, we are going to see what the man did with the power of choice till then read your bible read genesis chapter 1 and 2 ask the holy spirit to teach you the words of god we are unlocking the bible but i'm not doing it for you i've given you the keys go and unlock your bible